Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. any way to go into this bit like <laughs> naturally and i don't know how to okay. explain how i got started but but this bit this bit that it is it's i don't even know where it came from but it's um if uh if jeff foxworthy was just was just describing mario characters and it'd just be like <laughs> so it'd be like if you are a turtle that goes back in your shell when you get hopped on and then when you get kicked you become frictionless and go back and forth but for eternity you might be a koopa <laughs> an Italian plumber who likes to go into pipes, but instead of fixing the drains, you're actually fighting monsters and meeting with a princess who has nothing to do with her former lover, which was Donkey Kong. You might be a Mario. And you can, there's a That's lot a, of characters. a hard thing to start doing. There's not a natural, <laughs> you're right. There's, a, like yeah. I had to kind of, there's not a I, moment in life that I had to kind of set it up. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. If you are a walking caricatured bomb like the bad guy, like a mad bomber would have, but you got little shoes and you got a little face and you're just ready to explode at any time, you might be a Bob Bomb. <laughs> it would almost have to start with Nintendo having some sort of anniversary celebration and hiring Jeff Foxworthy mm. to... Like that's the only way I just it's yeah. such a nonsensical, insane <laughs> thing to have happen. Yeah. But I want it to happen. Yeah, it would be good. It's it would be if great. Any of the listeners out there know uh any of the execs at Nintendo <laughs> who think that they might be wanna be branching out in some like, you know, kind of more surreal directions. You know, Nintendo is in Seattle and it's almost always one of our top five states. Wow. Oh, so yeah. Oh. There we go. Well, you know, we Seattle's go. not a state. Kevin, you would think the host of the International News Service would know In Washington that, State, not Washington, D.C. Yeah, Washington, dear dear Washington. international listeners, America is divided up into regions known as states, and within those states, we have cities, much like Ooh. your cities. Wait, Kevin so just mistook down? one of our cities for a state. We're embarrassed for him. We retract everything that he has said on this mm -hmm. entire episode. Just this and episode? We humbly, we humbly ask you, for you, our listeners, apologies and <laughs> whatever we can do. We will send nudes. You should, be, you should be apologizing for last week's episode. That's all I'm saying. We kind of ran out of steam towards the end. Sounds like Oh, kind of? <laughs> we kind of ran out of steam? Kind of. I think I, I started with... The boiler in no danger of overheating. <laughs> it never got a lot of steam built up. That's yeah, good I steam humor for. I should have snorted <laughs> some Adderall. 
I have a I have a pretty uh, lethargic sounding voice. I I notice sometimes. So I need people to rile me up and say say you know hot takes that'll get me upset. Mm-hmm. You know, get a little low energy. So somebody give me a hot take that'll. I don't know that any of my opinions are controversial. I've it's a lot of stuff we agree on typically. Yeah, female circumcision. Um, <laughs> women shouldn't be allowed to wear pants. It's, only dresses. Yeah. That's um, a direction you've decided. You've decided to go with this. I'm surprised that no, you we were... agreed on that. We sat and discussed. <laughs> right. You, you even wrote out. You you had actually mm-hmm. you had a bulletin board and you had was, several several note cards, was, different colors, tacked up there, and a string tied between them. You me. Spanky, Alfalfa, and Froggy on the He-Man yeah. Woman Haters Club. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're confusing our podcast with our gang. No, I don't no, think so, because uh, we had I that mean, dog with the, the ring around its eye. <laughs> that right. is crazy. That is crazy to think about that uh, our gang, they were the first incels. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, come on, Alfalfa. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, they were they were maybe even what they call vol cells, where they're voluntary celibates. Oh, wow. uh, some of them. I mean, they were adolescents, so you know, they, right, hopefully like, they were celibate. Like Darla owes them something. It's not right. <laughs> well, I mean, she just gets to flaunt, bounce around with her curls <laughs> all day. Oh, I think she's a child. I think that's. I'm glad we have all these references from the 1930s for our listeners to. Uh... That was well after the 30s. <laughs> I don't. I think that our was... gang. Yeah, yeah. No, it was after the 30s. Man, Froggy, Froggy. Oh man, he. Froggy is he... my favorite little <laughs> rascal. <laughs> That's a. He... <laughs> I mean, with that voice, there wasn't any choice for him to just be mm-hmm. to, to be. 1922 you know... to 1944. We, I, I, we're talking about the 40s one. Yeah, we're talking about the, the good ones. <laughs> the, the four years at the very end of the series. Before they were drafted into the bloodiest conflict in the Pacific. <laughs> before they were, <laughs> before Alfalfa was killed storming the beaches at one of those islands. Stymie, Stymie had over 87 confirmed kills. <laughs> and they used to say, they used to say, yeah, confirmed. They'd always like do confirmed. In a, and like when they, he had 87 confirmed kills, confirmed, and they raise their eyebrows like, oh, this is, these are the ones we know about. Right. You know, these are right. the ones that, that he'll talk about. You think of people making necklaces of ears as a Vietnam thing. <laughs> But mm-hmm. on Dub Dub Two, that right. was a stymie thing. Wow! Yeah, yeah, it's heavy, heavy shit. I know it is. Ha- it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. Sometimes the news is heavy. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got we've got uh, we've got at least one story, maybe two, that are darker than normal this week. Are they news stories? Oh yeah, they're news stories. Well, that fits with the format. Yes. <laughs> we should let's try. Let's use those. What are the chances? Welcome to the International mm. News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I am former little rascal, <laughs> Stenchy, a.k.a. Mike Weeby. But I was Stenchy because I smoked a cigar the whole time. I was a okay. little yeah. adorable kid that smoked a cigar. And down there uh, with, the, with the pet dog that's actually trained to fight... It's Mark Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Gary is. Mm-hmm. What was the hey, dog's Mark. name? What was the dog's name? Buster? Uh, Gary. Uh, Spike. Gary. <laughs> Gary. Sorry. <laughs> Spike. Sorry, you're right. It is Gary. 
Yeah. Oh, he's looking at me now that I said his name. Yeah, good yeah. job, Mark. I've been reading lots about dog maulings lately. Yeah, there's oh. a, there was a lady got killed recently. Oof. Yeah. Like this, that she was a... She was a animal control officer, right? Animal like control a, officer. Oh. Yeah. It was a pack. It wasn't one dog. It was a pack of, of dogs that got yeah. her. Is it in Austin? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was in noticed. the States. Yeah, yeah, it was in the States. It was in America. So our first story is an update. Mm. Well, I just want to say about that lady that got. I just want to say a quick follow up to that story. Yes. Oh yeah. This isn't confirmed. We don't like to do rumors, but mm-hmm. uh, a source that I have that wishes be unnamed uh-huh. that was around for the mauling was. Are they're saying Marmaduke? <laughs> well, I mean, can. I, I get that it's a rumor, but I'm also pretty comfortable saying I'm not surprised by that. If yeah, well, I mean, it turns you know, out to be movie, true. That movie came out, did middling to middling to okay. That was Clifford. Well, it was Marmaduke that was hired to play Clifford. <laughs> right. Clifford's not real, Kevin. Yeah, Come Clifford's on. a giant oh, like this thing. So they see yeah. they took they took Marmaduke, yeah. he did all the mocap and he they, you know, did little movie tricks to make him look bigger. Right. It right. didn't do particularly well and I mean, as we all know, he's been in and out of various uh, rehabilitation facilities mm-hmm. and running with some pretty, you know, there's a, it's that thing, you know, that, that, that thing where you want to, those, these guys, these, these animal actors and these actors that like, you know, they portray, portray these tough creatures. So they want to go hang out with tough people in real life and they get mm-hmm. into trouble mm-hmm. like Mickey Rourke and mm-hmm. Tupac and stuff like that. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, oh, Mickey Rooney, especially mm-hmm. <laughs> out there with the with the Bowery boys, you know. Yep. Real trouble. Uh, real d- different time. Different time. Same problem, though. Same problem. That's right. How many times have we read that Marmaduke is you know one step away from being put down, only to get yeah. you know one more chance, one At more least opportunity. One, one to panel go back a to week it. is like that. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Marmaduke has no regard for anyone's property, for keeping anything clean, for his own size. So personal space. Personal space, right. anyone's food. And again, this is a real story that happened that I'm bringing this into. <laughs> Someone did die. Again, that's just a source that I, I and I, you know, this has right. further develop. We'll, we'll keep you updated with further developments. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> Imagine if if every Marmaduke panel ended up being a, just a series of flashes that starts with the needle being put in Marmaduke, <laughs> and it's just him slowly dying as he's being injected oh, with the poison. That's not funny at all. You can't do I'm that as laughing. comics. Now, the, the, the first panel is the poison going in. The second panel is just his close-up on his tail, and there's movement lines. And then... <laughs> oh, man. The next panel is the injector is gone halfway through and there's still mm-hmm. movement lines in the next panel, but there's, they're, they're slower and you just alternate yeah. until it ends with uh, empty syringe and a non-moving tail. Oh man. Well, you, you know that Marmaduke is, except for Sundays, is just one panel. Well, obviously this would be a Sunday panel, <laughs> right? Well, so is family circus, but they divide it up with those kids running around, right? Yeah. They do the kid running around. Well, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Or the uh, the I'm a I'm a Yura the uh, the ghosts. Or yeah. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't know, and 
He did what? I can't remember. But some and sometimes though, there is actual spectral activity from Grandpa coming down. Right, picking it like a full poltergeist kind of There's situation. A full roaming. You know, they're hanging out, and Grandpa's loving. You know, looking on, and he's translucent. The whole the whole nine yards. Right. Maybe Funky Winkerbean grows up into the vet that puts down Marmaduke. Man, I've talked about Funky Winkerbee before. <laughs> yes, that, that's, that's that is completely that's that is crazy not to me. unrealistic. That is not unrealistic. <laughs> okay. All right. So our first story is an update. Mm-hmm. Update. Back in episode forty-five, we talked about a train engineer in Japan who was fined fifty-six yen or forty-five cents because the empty train he was driving left the station two minutes late. The engineer refused to pay the fine since the delay caused no disruptions to train schedules or passengers. But his employer, J.R. West, deducted <laughs> deducted the <laughs> fine. I remember J.R. West. I say, I say. <laughs> I've, been pra- I've practiced this thing five times in the last every time. Oh, <laughs> our trains are on time here. <laughs> oh, my, my giant 10-gallon cowboy hat keeps falling down into my eyes. <laughs> my head is so big, it's four cowboy hats sewn together. <laughs> the rails are the sound of progress. What does JR stand for again? Japanese Railway, or Japan Railway, no. I think. Japan Rail. <laughs> Just want to make sure that I think we're all it, on the same page here. It was, it was Jasper Rosewood. <laughs> Jasper Rosewood. <laughs> Jasper Rosewood. <laughs> so his employer, Jasper Rosewood West, deducted mm-hmm. the fine from the man's wages. So he sued for 2.2 million yen, or about nineteen thousand four hundred dollars, in damages for mental anguish caused by the fine. In late yep. April, a court in the southern prefecture of Okayama ruled in the engineer's favor <gasps> and ordered J.R. West to return the 45 cents in reduced pay to the driver. However, the court dismissed the man's claim for 2.2 million yen in compensation for emotional dis- distress. Unfortunately, the man did not live to see the moment of his triumph as he died of an unspecified cause on April 3rd. Oh, maybe shit. he died of emotional distress. Did he die, or was he murdered? <laughs> I think it's real convenient. I think it's real convenient because we all know that the the whole Jr. He is a petty and angry. <laughs> Did he uh, hire some Pinkertons? <laughs> exactly. He's a land baron. He had. They, they, I mean, they they know how to make it look like like a like a natural mm-hmm. death. Yeah, they do. How, how do they do that? Just poison or something. I don't know. How did he die? How did he die? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. How, you tell me how the paper says he died. I'll tell you how he really died. Uh, no, it, it was unspecified. His heart exploded. It's, it was an unspecified cause. It could have been murder. He accidentally tripped and fell from a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that voice? It's, well, uh, JR, JR, you know, he's Western, but he hires like. East guys yeah. from you know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Pros. Real pros. Yeah. Pros. Your union breakers got to be from out east. Yeah. Real bruisers. His brother Jr. East. Hey, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that forty nine cents. Uh, 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 maybe, uh, maybe you go buy yourself a uh, 
oh, I don't know, uh, a nail, and then you swallow the nail. <laughs> uh, the perfect murder. <laughs> <laughs> Swallowing a nail. <laughs> will kill you. It would. Just suggesting that someone do it. How? <laughs> Before they yeah. catch on, it's too late. No, he the nail's already in there. I, I'm just saying, I, there's no way this is a natural death. This is 100%. This guy got whacked. I feel Damn. bad for him. I'm glad he won. I think, didn't we identify him as an INS hero at the time? Clearly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to say, going to go out on a limb here and say, INS hero for this week, too. I think so. He's probably up on the celestial plane right now. Yeah. I'd say he's a, not the hero of the week. It's Marmaduke. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, what a world where Marmaduke gets to live, but this guy dies, right? Yeah. I mean, Marmaduke, he's, he's got to be like a 50-year-old dog, right? He obviously has some kind of pact with dark spirits. Yeah. You know, but though, he's been in the taking the alpha brain monkey mindset dog food. <laughs> Those wolf glands are just driving him mad. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, listen, I don't, I can't stop anyone from going to the store and buying it. No. Or ordering it online. Care of. Right. Mike Weeby at Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset Shipping. dot <laughs> com. Wow, that's the worst a, fake address I've ever heard. Since nineteen ninety five, COD or money mm-hmm. order. COD. Oh, you still doing COD? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. nice. One eight four six seven. <laughs> Clark Clarkork Drive. Those are real numbers and real yes. uh, street names. Bastrop, Clark. Texas. Well, that exists. Yeah. Underground. <laughs> underground. Under, yeah, underground. Yeah. There's that's an underground the... city in Bastrop that I actually do a lot of. Mm-hmm. That's I, that's where I stay most. That's one of my. That's the, That's my main house. I got mm-hmm. my other spots around town, right. but mostly mole people. There's some, there's some, I mean, honestly, you know, yeah. I hate to say it, but you know, that they've been priced out because of all the fucking tech guys. Well, and where, where are more people supposed to go? It's not like there's a lot of, I mean, obviously answer is further yeah. into the earth, just burrow. Further yeah. Into I mean, earth. that's, just that's the odd, but yeah, but there's a limit, right? Sooner or later you hit no. rocks Sooner or later you can't burrow any further. Well, you if you're a good burrower, you can burrow right through that rock. I've seen crack in the earth. I know what happens when you pierce. <laughs> The hardened shell mm. around the liquid hot magma. It's not good. <laughs> you put a turtleneck on and you fly around trying to fix it. So our yeah. next story <laughs> comes to us from... Oh, uh, our next story was submitted by Blake. Oh, Blake. Blake. Yeah, he actually submitted three stories this week. And I think this might be the weirdest. Blake's a good human. Yeah, Blake's mm-hmm. a good guy. He, I sent him some stickers for all his hard work. Uh, so it, this story comes to us from MSN. MSNBC? Yeah, what does that stand for? Microsoft Network. No, Microsoft News. So this is like corporate news. This is like news okay, what's yeah. going on with Microsoft. Mostly okay. going to be like, ah, Bill Gates. Bill yeah. Gates is hanging out. He's a genius. A lot yeah, of stories about how smart Bill Gates this is. This is probably a Bill Gates story. What's in the cafeteria next week? Oh, what do you, what do you think? What's, what's in the mystery meat, do you think? Mac and cheese. Ooh, oh, wow. in the mystery meat? Sawdust. Mm, for Mac and Marmaduke. <laughs> If he, if, he, if he doesn't, if he do, if he keeps running with the crew he's with, yeah, probably. Well, yeah. So last month, investigators examined the remains of a burned down house outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and found themselves stumped. The house hmm. was badly burned, 
and for quite some time, they couldn't find the owners. Firefighters and police eventually found the bodies of the owners in the garage in suspected foul play. But pathologists conducting the autopsies proposed another theory about what the caused the couple's death. Uh, you, you, know, you know what I heard? What's that? JP Railway was about to buy that area. In JR West, you mean? JR West Railway was about to buy that area. You mean the Japanese right. Railway was going to buy buy something in outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin? Is yeah. there any chance? Is yeah. there any chance that that JR West reached out to a specialist, someone who specials in in fireborne murders and destruction? But is it's just any, one house. Oh, is there any chance? No. Is there, is there any possibility? I'm gonna I'm gonna go in record happened. here and say absolutely no possibility. Oh no! <laughs> hey bitches! <laughs> Phoenix! Oh no! Phoenix is back, y'all. <laughs> oh, of course, that's who they would hire. Something got burned down. By I just got a call from a big old man with a Texas size hat. <laughs> And I got to do a little fire dancing. Y'all ever heard of fire twirling? Well, let me show you what happens when it goes really right. (laughs) Dancing all the way to Green Bay. Uh, Meow. (laughs) So... Pathologists conducting the autopsies proposed another theory about what caused the couple's deaths. Electrocution Mm. from fractal wood burning. Mm. Fractal wood burning is a viral phenomenon on YouTube and TikTok that involves using chemical compounds and high voltage power supplies pulled from microwaves and car batteries to create intricate patterns across wood surfaces that more or less resemble tree branches, lightning bolts and ferns. They just force current through highly resistant objects. Is that all? Well, it is? They, yeah, they spread on like a chemical that's like I think it said it was like water and baking soda mostly, and they kind of spread it across the wood, and then it'll conduct through there. It. I, I looked at some videos. They look kind of neat, but uh, this story has deterred me from looking into anything <laughs> further. It's, yeah, single videos have often had millions of views, but mm. since. 2016, at least 33 people have died from fractal wood burning. Investigators ultimately determined that the Wisconsin couple attempted fractal wood burning inside their garage using a microwave's power supply, but they were electrocuted and the fire burned down their house. Oh no, a fire burned down (laughs) someone's house? Who knew you could start one by that? Oh, let me get rid of my my zenith. Let me get rid of my Sanyo microwave I have with me. <laughs> of course it's a Sanyo. <laughs> just cooking up some uh just cooking up some sardines for myself. <laughs> microwave sardines. <laughs> <laughs> Next to this block of birch. Oh, a fire could happen? Oh, no. Well, I guess I better not do it over at my house. Maybe I'll go find someone else's. (laughs) Meow. (laughs) So was there there any other evidence that this is what happened? Did they have like a... Was there a video camera set up nearby that also burnt or... 
Well, let me ask you this. Was there tape of someone with gold sequins and an <laughs> orange tail tap dancing nearby? <laughs> no, there, there was no videotape. Oh, well, that's a crime. <laughs> what a shame. Because that would make for some good video. That makes for some good watching. A little soft shoe back and forth. Doing somebody out there doing their best Gregory Hines. <laughs> well, how many houses do you think Gregory Hines has burned down? I'm going to guess four. You're about they right. Were all, they were all homes he thought Billy Crystal was going to be in. <laughs> uh, you think Billy Crystal ruined his career? Running Scared is a good movie. I think Running Scared actually did fairly well. It did pretty yeah. good. I, that's one of those, for whatever reason, I watched that several times when I was a kid, and I don't think I've even seen it on television. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It used to be on all the time, and it just kind of yeah. disappeared. And I don't remember if it came out after or before or that same year as Beverly Hills Cop, but mm. probably after. There's a lot of after. people. That, yeah, I think there was a lot of like, we got to figure out action comedy now right. after Beverly Hills Cop, because I think yeah. that comedy and action were a, a lot more um, separated. Was 48, I feel like was 48 hours. Was 48 Hours before? That Beverly was Hills before, Cop, before Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. But was that action comedy or just action with a comedic character? I think I think that mo- that was an action movie with a funny with, guy with with one funny guy, and it was definitely yeah, more okay. of an action. I think it would definitely be like action movie. But you know, Beverly Hills Cop was really like kind of right down the middle of that. And I think a lot of every and and also like I think 48 Hours did really good, but. Beverly Hills Cop was like a phenomenon, like crazy oh, yeah. next level. Right, yeah. Axel F is what got Mark into music, as I recall. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The song, yeah. That's how you know someone's good at pianos, if they can play <laughs> Axel F. <laughs> I agree. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I talk always about how like Beethoven was so good at music, but I'm like, well, then how come he didn't write Axel F? I bet they're stumped after that, aren't they? Yeah, they usually shut the fuck up. <laughs> they usually <laughs> back the fuck off. Our next story... Comes to us from Gizmodo, which is like a technology blog. I look at Gizmodo all the time. I look at their, specifically, they're under the umbrella, they have a, a site called io9. Oh, I like io9. And there's like, they have a thing with morning spoilers, and every day they tell you about movie stuff that's about to come out. And mm, nice. yeah, it's a nice. No, G- Gizmodo blocked me from commenting on their Facebook Oh, that's I, nice. I made fun of one of, of a video that they posted because it wasn't funny and they said it would be. You're a bully. <laughs> if memory serves me correctly, Mike's mm-hmm. final wish for his corpse is to be catapulted into space. Well, I'm not going to have a corpse because I have a magic amulet that prevents me from dying. So that's not really uh, I, well, valid. I'm, when you fake your own death and, you know, the corpse that everybody thinks is you. I mean, there's a lot of things I'd like to do with dead bodies that are purported to be me. I mean, that's not, I don't, I'm not going to go ahead and, you know, I'm not going to like just pick one single thing. There's all kinds of stuff. Yes, I I would be down to catapult a dead body that's made to look like me or possibly, (laughs) possibly even, you know, a clone of me. But not not a living clone, something that's just kind of like, ah, oh, they've, you know, because I'm sure I don't believe that we're going to be able to clone people. I think that we'll be able to make just kind of drooling nimrods by the time within our lifetime. I bet a thousand dollars there is a Jeff Bezos clone somewhere. I'm throwing, mm. I'm throwing it out there, listeners. Mm. Like a little one or like a life size 
A little, like a little Jeff Bezos? Right. No, full size. All you have to do is prove to me that that doesn't exist. And I'll give you a thousand dollars. Oh, you heard it here. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Brian just laid out ten hundred dollar bills on the table. Mm-hmm. Yield them in an envelope. Fan them out. Yeah, there's a lot of, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'd be down to fuck up a dead body. I mean, <laughs> just go to town on it with a two by four. You know, just whatever. Uh, yeah, we thought you meant something else when you said that. Like just like, no, no, like no, no, beat no, it no. up. Like yeah, just break just, it all up. Just beat it up. Okay, kind of like Rocky punching those slabs of meat. Oh, roll, it, or... roll it down a hill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Now, Mike's dream of catapulting a corpse that may or may not be his own into space may be one step closer to reality. Thanks to a startup called Spin Launch. In October 2021, the company's suborbital mass accelerator, located in the New Mexico desert, flung a 10-foot-long projectile to an altitude of tens of thousands of feet. And it's just a one-third scale version of the ultimate catapult Spin Launch hopes to build. The goal is to use intense centrifugal force as an affordable and environmentally friendly way to launch satellites, scientific equipment, building materials, and even Mike's corpse into low-Earth orbit. It's important to note here that Spin Launch has never placed an object into orbit, and it's unclear if a larger catapult would work as intended. It's also unclear whether you could place objects where you wanted them in orbit, or if machinery could survive the intense pressure required to catapult an object into space at speeds of 5,000 miles or 8,000 kilometers per hour. Hmm. Nevertheless, the company claims the system will result in a 70% reduction in fuel consumption and a tenfold reduction in the cost to launch is compared to conventional space launches. That seems like a great idea. <laughs> Does it really spin? Yeah, it's so it's like I say catapult, but it's like a big like if you saw it, it looks like a big wheel, and then the wheel like like a Ferris wheel. Well, it's like it's it's closed, and then it's got like an arm in it, and the arm like rotates and rotates and goes f- super fast, and then it launches whatever out of the very top of it. Like a trebuchet that spins around more than once. I had a trebuchet once, but it really actually broke up the relationship afterwards because feelings. And <laughs> you think you think it's just going to be fun, and it is. It is. But you so, know. So what, what did you launch with the, your trebuchet? Oh, uh, I wasn't talking about that. So never mind. I thought you said something else. Um, the what is a trebuchet? It's like a catapult, but it's got a little, yeah. it's got some extra throw on it. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what that is. They use them in, uh, they use them in with the the last duel. Yeah, yeah. I like that Brian and I, on an audio medium, have both swung our arms to explain. Well, I, what and I knew exactly is. what you meant. Yeah, but right. It's got like it's got like a weird count. It's got a counterweight. Yeah. Too, so it's not like a a catapult, like a one counterweight one and done, and then a stop and launch. This is like a whole spinning system. To yeah. really launch your yeah. pumpkin farthest right. in the pasture or whatever it yeah. is you're doing, but no, it seems like a great. Why? Why wouldn't it work? It seems like a great idea. Yeah, no, it's it's entirely possible. They just they haven't done it successfully. But I guess you to... couldn't probably a human couldn't be in it. It'd probably the G force would probably tear you yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. But you could send all kinds of like materials to build in space, right? Yeah, no, that's part of the plan. Even with just cinder blocks, you could build like a house in space with that. NASA has a contract with them to uh, 
to start launching stuff just to like launch NASA payloads and then they're going to take a look afterwards and they may mm. fund the larger triple size accelerator. That'd be great. Suborbital mass accelerator. Mm-hmm. That would, would that break if would that I wonder what that break up a human body though if you tried to do it would it I think just, it would just I think every like every bone in your body would break and you would just be like gel. They if they I bet if they put you in some kind of liquid, right? Okay. Yeah. It would equalize the pressure yeah, in like your body like they a, would have to inject kind of embalm you with some yeah. kind of life-giving fluid. What what kind of fluid would you think that you would need to be in? Are you in like a some, what do you call it a a a, a back to tank? <laughs> Back, sure. That they've got those. I've seen those. I've seen those on TV, like in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. They have the. They have those. But I've seen them. They're in the yeah. movie. So they're in the movie. Yeah. A bacto tank, but instead of water, you fill it with aloe vera. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very. You arrive in space with very nice skin. Yeah. Well, no, they have. There's. There's. They have like a like maybe some kind of super oxygenated liquid mixture that a human being can pull enough oxygen from to live for just long enough. Are you talking about the abyss? Well, sure. And if I, they had that in there. Yeah, sure. That's based on real science. That was, that real. was real. Yeah, that was real, real, real science. Thing. So our last story was submitted by Dave Sherrill. Dave Sherrill. And, uh, oh. Yeah, you should go check out his website. Arrowheadkid.com. Former guest. Mm-hmm. The pride of Ohio. He's from Texas, uh, number one Ohio, and no, he's from, right. They're, he, but they're but Ohio is so from, proud of this person who him. has both Ohio and Texas in their history. He's a half breed. He's him. a half breed, just like Spock, <laughs> <laughs> of two different cultures. That's right. So emotionless uh, Ohio and um, yes, and the fiery blooded Texans. <laughs> <laughs> this story comes to us from the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what are they guarding? What are they guarding? Uh, uh, they're, they're guarding uh, in this. Ooh, maybe they're guarding against ghosts. We'll have to see. <laughs> ah, okay. The Mexican state of Chiapas has long been plagued by violence and human trafficking. So in 2012, when Mexican police found a pile of 150 skulls in a cave near the Guatemalan border, they thought they were looking at a crime scene. Police collected the skulls, none of which had any teeth, and moved them to the state capitol. And after a decade of tests, experts determined the skulls were Danzigs. No, no they, they weren't. They weren't Danzigs. Uh, they were. I want your. For those who don't, I need your skull. I want. Okay. It's like the idea of him living in Chiapas. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best place to showcase my skulls. I like living in Chiapas because there's a lot of bats everywhere. <laughs> Y'all ever think about what it would be like if a skeleton could ride a bat? <laughs> So experts determined the skulls were from sacrificial victims killed between the years 900 and 1200. Probably killed for a wolf god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were probably Vikings. No, this is uh, Mexico. There weren't any Vikings mm-hmm. in Mexico. No, yeah, th- that's when uh, Leif Erikson first crossed no, that was, that, into the Gulf of Mexico. That was into, Canada. What we, well, it's what we now know is Mexico. They didn't call it Mexico back then. They didn't then. call it Mexico. Yeah, Everything <laughs> different. 
Right. There was a whole Viking crusade. Texas used to be called Mexico. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. You know? I want to go get some enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> and a margarita. <laughs> hey, do y'all have any of the that Himalayan sea salt for my margarita? Because I like it. I like that salt because sometimes it's black. <laughs> Uh, eating a Choco Taco on the way out. <laughs> the rest <laughs> good. Choco Tacos are good. They still make this, those? This I place so. is really hot, so it's really nice for me to wear my mesh t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so experts said the victims in the cave... Madre! <laughs> Madre! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Experts said the victims in the cave had probably been ritually decapitated and the skulls were put on a display on a kind of trophy rack. This kind of arc this uh in light of this <laughs> in light of this an archaeologist from Mexico's National Institute of Anthropology and History advised that people should consider contacting their local archaeologist rather than the police when they discover something that might be historical. That's for real. One time I was talking to Mike from Gearhead, Mike Lavella, because he was like friends with Danzig back in the day. And Danzig, uh-huh. he, said, he was literally like, he said Danzig was talking to him about, like, this is in the Misfits days. And he was just like, man. New Orleans is the coolest place, man. All the skull, all the all the all the graves are just above ground, and you could just poke your hand right in. You might even grab a skull. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to make sure I understand the end of the story correctly, the advice was that if you come across the remains of a human, you should call a scientist and not. No, and yeah, not, you should call it archaeologist. You should report it as a potential murder. murder. You should call Indiana the local. Jones. Right. <laughs> right. Indiana Jones right. would be good because he could identify this, the, where it's from, what happened, mm-hmm. and if there's any occult thing to deal with. Did he, he ever could, fight right. the occult? Yeah. The Temple of yeah. Doom, dude. The thuggy. The Temple of, yeah. All right. Yeah. The thuggy cult. Possessed. Yeah. yeah. Beat up Short Round. Short Round's in that new everything... Everywhere, all the time movie. That's uh, oh, really? really, it's really good. He's really very, very good. I want to see that. I want to see it. He is really good in it too. Like it's kind of this thing of like, why, you know, what bullshit that this guy hasn't been getting work all the time, everywhere. What <laughs> has he been all at once? <laughs> all at once. Has he has he been uh, has he been looking or do you just? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you think he could live off Goonies and Temple no. of Doom money for the rest of his life? No, I don't think. I, I mean, I think he got paid for those movies, and that's that. I mean, he probably he could go do plenty of like, you know, comic book conventions and shit like yeah. that. I don't know that he can make a living off of it, but uh, he he could definitely make good money doing that. But um, yeah, I don't think that. I mean, I think those movies are. I don't know if he gets any residuals from being. He would, on, yeah, he definitely would. But I don't but, know. Well, how's it work with streaming and shit now? Uh, he'd still get a percentage. Like, it, I mean, it would be a fraction of a fraction of a penny. But realistically, those movies are streamed so much that he probably he probably gets broke off. Right. All right. Well, I don't know. You guys would know better than I do, but I just would assume that, like most business ventures, the people who get screwed over screwed over quickest are the people who actually created the project that's being 
sold. So I will tell you this: uh, the guy mm. who played Biff Tannen in the Back to the Future uh, the, movies, the greatest villain in any movie <laughs> of all time. Yes, he is great in it. So he says he has never gotten a single royalty check from any of the Back to the Future movies. Like in yeah. studio math, none of those movies; those movies were all money losers. Yeah, oh, I think the Tom. guy who played uh, Boba Fett said the same thing. Like they don't call it show business for nothing, do they, Mike? No business like show business like no business I know. When's the last time we talked about snow cones? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. yeah. There's no business like snow business. Ah. The marquee lights around the whole yeah. side of the like building. Cinema Paradiso, mm-hmm. but it's really. There's like snow velvet cones. ropes you walk up on and like a little red carpet. Yeah. And we have. We have random flashes, like you're having your picture taken when you order yeah, your snow yeah. cone. <laughs> yeah, over here, and then over here, yeah. like little just just fake noises that go over here, mm-hmm. over here. So you keep turning around, like you're getting. Ooh, one the more first shot. question is, yeah, is who is this order for? And if it's Mike, it's you know, Mike over here, Mike. Yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's ooh. just like an automatic. Are the rumors Mike. true about you and uh, mm-hmm. you know Judy just, Garland? Well, yeah, they'll put in whatever big celebrity at the time. You know, is, yeah. is that you and Pete Davidson? <laughs> Ooh, we could also sell those amusement park fake magazine covers. Where we'll put you in there. Yeah, the Snow Business Times. Yeah, Snow Business <laughs> Times. You on the cover with your celebrity date. Uh, uh, yeah, a mirror that looks like the cover of Smodiz's Times, like around it with your fuse. You look every time you look at your mirror, you see yourself. Yeah. This episode drops May 18th. Does anybody have anything coming up? Mark, you got anything? I have a show May 27th at the Texas Theater after a showing of Godzilla versus Hedorah. Yes. Ah, it's the, the band smog. Godzilla versus the smog. The monster. smog monster. It's smog monster. A, Citizens Climate Lobby sponsored event, and it is nice. Viticon that's playing. Mm-hmm. Who else is playing that that night? A band called Abbreviations. What do you What do you got, Mike? Uh, May twenty first, uh, Ian McDougal and I are doing our our thing uh, at God. I can't remember the name of the club. It's in Austin. I love it on my socials. We're thinking about calling our uh, our duo Track Infections. Maybe I don't Try, know. like like you've been shooting up too much and you got an infection like that. Yeah, but it could also mean like ah, oh, like musical tracks. Oh, I was thinking oh. like running track or tracked infection. Oh, I was thinking like you just yeah. blew out all your veins. Maybe and, tra- I, I'm okay yeah. with. I think I like tracked infection. Well, tracked infection that doesn't. Maybe it you've got to put all your your whole herd down. You've got right, we're tracked not call it that. Let's just go ahead and say we're we're, we're moving on from that name. Um, and then on the twenty second, I will be doing stand up comedy at the Cap City Comedy Club. Uh, it's a special show called the Glow Show. That's very fun mm. and psychedelic. Nice. And, and where is that um, in Austin? It's in the domain in Austin, Ooh. Texas. It's near. It's, isn't that near where the new soccer stadium is? I've never been to the new soccer stadium. I don't know where the new soccer stadium it's is. It's right by it. No. Oh, it's right by it's where Caddy the Corner. new soccer stadium is. It's uh, guys. This is international. Corner. It's called football. Football stadium. They know what we're talking about. They know what we're talking about. They're friends. They know what we're talking Austin about. Austin FC, which right. stands for football club. Right. 
I tell you what, when American soccer's worth a shit, we'll start calling it football. Yeah, that's, that's right. for our European listeners. Yeah. <laughs> they know it's when true. We produce one player that can go over there and compete with y'all big dogs. I think we've, I think we've had a, we've had a couple. We had a keeper who played somewhere. I think it was Pele's from, from, he was from Houston, right? Uh, no, he's, he's from Brazil. <laughs> No, sure? he's not. Yeah. Pretty sure. No, he, used to sure. Work at, he used to work at Cafe Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at International News Pod at gmail.com. Contact your local archaeologists and tell them all about INS. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.